Welcome to the Brutally Honest Podcast with Harrison Barron, and today I'm joined by my very good friend, Ryan Brenner. What's going on, Harry? How are you, man? I'm doing good. So, your new song came out, and mm-hmm. I'm going to jump right to it because I heard it and I loved it. It was fucking okay. awesome. which one are you talking about? Solo? Solo, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. And then, um, who, who does your videos? Um, it is my good friend, Tim Hunt. Um, he does the video work. He does all the editing, and... He is actually the other dude in the song. Oh, oh my God! So yeah, it's he. He's like a, I tweeted it the other day. The kid is like a human cheat code. So Holy he, shit. we got someone else. My friend, our friend Jazz, who's also in Hunt for Gold, is shooting the video uh-huh. with this crazy DJI Ronin that we got. It's the it keeps it steady and whatnot. So he's shooting it, and then you got Tim, who's spitting a crazy verse on the song. Yeah, and then he goes home and he flips the video and edits it. All by himself within 24 hours, and it's just he so, did that in 24 hours. Yeah, we we recorded the video, the song, and got the video out all in under 24 hours, because it's all it's all in house. So we're not reaching out to anyone. Yeah. We're not sending it out You're to not anyone. Relying on anybody so else. the group that we got, Hunt for Gold, is doing all of it. We're making the music. We're recording it. We're editing it. We're mastering it. We're shooting the video. We're editing the video, and it's all us. So we're not relying on anyone. That's correct. Did you so, go to yeah. college fat? He, School? him? Yeah. No. Nah. He's all self-taught. He's been he's, doing it for a while, and he spends a lot of time on it, and he's all self-taught, and it's crazy. That's fucking super yeah. impressive. Yeah. Holy shit. I thought, I didn't know if you guys did it yourselves or you, or you outsourced it, but god damn. Super, super impressive. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate That's it. That's crazy. So what are you working on now? Um, We've, about a year ago is when I... When I really met Tim a little over a year ago and all those guys, and um, at first I thought it'd be a good idea to build, st- like, start a project, mm-hmm. like a mixtape or an album, something like that. But um, I kind of switched it up, and I want to just start releasing songs, just keep putting songs out, and keep putting these music videos out. I feel people are attracted to those visually stimulating videos, like we had. We got the drones and all That's, this yeah. stuff. So vi- yeah, it's all about it's, the visual. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be I on YouTube hopefully in the next week or two. <laughs> I got I to clean up this room and adjust it a little more. There but you go. It takes the, time. Yeah. Um, it's all good, dude. That's super impressive. I I. I can't even believe that you guys do that in house. That's that's fucking incredible cool. and, and amazing. Think, and I think that's very appealing to people. So we're trying to put that out and let people know that. Listen, like we're doing this all by ourselves. We don't need anyone's help. We don't need a huge um. What's it called? Yeah, studio. A budget. And, and budget. We don't need a huge budget from a label. I know those obviously guys out there make some crazy ass videos when you. Oh, but yeah. like that for that song, it fit the song perfectly. It definitely did the trick. I just feel like it fit the it fit the song what we had to do. Yeah. And we did it all ourselves, so we didn't need to pay anyone or. That's fucking we just incredible. Did it. Yeah, that's it was cool. super impressive. It's really cool. The, now, because. Me and me and Ryan went to high school together, and then we we lost yes, con- lost contact for for a good bit of time. And, uh, and then I got in touch with him when I saw what he was doing. How did you go from being just I go, I don't want to say an average kid because everybody's doing their <laughs> own kind of unique thing in high school average a little Joe, bit, yeah, I feel you. but no, like I everybody's you. like you're not really figured yourself out yet. Oh, yeah. And then how did you get from that to going to college and then to getting into rap and and developing a company okay. and starting all that? Okay. Um, I would say in high school, I would never think of doing anything like this. Um, in high school, I think I fell under that trap of, I care too much about what other people think about me. Yeah. And I don't want to just put stuff out and people make fun of it or they don't like it. What if someone doesn't like it? Or what if I look like an idiot? I think I was caught in that trap a little bit in high school. I've always loved music. I've always loved rapping. I've always messed around and made stuff by myself. 
at that time, none of it's good. When I first started, yeah. none of it's good. None of it was good. It was bad. I'm going to be honest. It's bad. <laughs> it's bad. But um, got to start somewhere. So I think it was going to college and moving away and like getting out of my comfort zone, meeting other people. And college, I just did it for fun. I set up a mic, terrible mic in my dorm room. My friends watch me do it. I set up in my closet and I just make music for fun in between class, after class, on the weekends, just messing around, drinking and doing whatever. But um, after college is when this hunt for gold came together. Do you want me to tell you how that yeah, came together? Yeah, I, I want to hear it all, man. Okay, so, I so, hear it all. so it'll make more sense to the listeners out there. I'm reaching a little bit of a different audience coming on here, yeah, which I like. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so I went to Cortland, and kid that lived next door, Jeff, um, goes by Jazz. Um, I met him, and he became one of my greater friends at Cortland is one of my best friends today um so I obviously kept in touch with him after college mm-hmm. so it's me and him and then he knew the kid Tim who was uh editing the videos yeah um he knows him from home he's like the town next to him so jazz jazz told me he's like yo I know this kid Tim he's got a microphone at his house he's got some good recording equipment you should just come by and like record some stuff and get back into it because I hadn't released music in like couple years oh shit before yeah like since junior year of college and then at that time i'm two years out of school so it's been a while and i'm like yeah hell yeah why not i heard some of tim's songs because he makes music a little bit of music too so i heard his stuff i'm like yeah definitely why not it's better than my closet what i was doing yeah absolutely so we went over there and a couple sessions in i'm just making music and music and music and i'm like stepping out of my comfort zone and i started to like feel more comfortable mm-hmm. just being around jazz and being around Tim. And then all of a sudden jazz's best friend, Steve, who is a DJ for us oh, wow. is coming over and he's just watching the music process go down. And we're all just like connecting and have this same vibe and we have the same passions for similar things. Mm-hmm. And we're very enthusiastic about it. And then the last piece of it was a kid, Bobby, they knew. So all four of them are from what the Westchester area. Okay. I'm the only one from Long Island. So this kid Bobby comes over who has a huge, like, he's just one of those sneaker heads. He's got a huge following for sneakers. He got, sneakers he'll get have, Yeezys. Sneakers and, have followings? Yeah, yeah. He's got big sneakers, oh, like YouTubers and vloggers and Instagram. They have huge followings because people want to buy, because they get shoes, like exclusive shoes, uh, and he sells and them to people have, who want them. Yeah, when you and, have that kind of following, yeah, you get special. And he's got, like, right now he's got, like, 22,000 followers on Instagram. So. Just from shoes? Yeah. Jesus, yeah, what am and I now wrong? he's starting to vlog, like, that's a different story, but Bobby comes over one day, we're like, yo, we should hit this kid up, he'd be, I think he'd be on board, and it was the first time I've ever met him at that time, I'm like, yeah. yeah, call him over, and it's just five of us sitting in this room, just like, talking about stuff, and we realized that we were like, so passionate about, not just music, but doing things that make us all happy, and like, Tim always had this hunt for gold thing, but when he was doing it by himself, it was kind of just a photography he would go to concerts and shoots and he would call it like hunt for gold photography mm-hmm. but after we all got together we realized we love that name hunt for gold and we wanted it to be bigger and we wanted it we wanted to become like an umbrella for all these creative people so like the meaning of hunt for gold is everyone has their own like gold per se yeah and the term gold is elastic it can mean whatever you want it to be so like what is as valuable as gold in your life whether it could be simple as I just want to be happy. I want to wake up and enjoy having an existence. Or yeah. it could be I want to keep relationships with friends and I want to it could be as simple as that or it could be like I want to pass this 
test so I can become a lawyer. It yeah. could be whatever you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I want to have the best podcast. Harry Barry wants to have the best podcast on Long Island in the country. Yeah. Whatever your goal is, you got to find it. You have to hunt for it. And we just want to influence people to do whatever makes them truly happy. There are too many people our age that, and I'm, I'm one of them, that just, it's a time where you feel lost. Yeah. People are in between jobs or they went to school for four years and then realized they didn't, I don't even want to do this anymore, but I just wasted all this time and money, and now what do I do? I feel lost. We just want people to do what truly makes them happy, and we want people to hunt for their gold and find their gold. So our, our mantra kind of is like, walk the globe and find your own gold. Yeah. So it's, we just want to influence people to do what truly makes them happy. And us, five of us in Hunt for Gold are right now doing what makes us happy. We just, we love creating. That's fucking awesome, man. It's, it's really great, and I'm really proud of it. Um, so we got, like, I'm making, me and Tim make music. Steve is DJ. We host events and parties to bring people together, just have a good time. Yeah. We shoot photos and video for the party and edit it afterwards. People love seeing themselves yeah, having a oh, good time. So we're editing those kind of videos. We, um... My friend Jazz had his has his podcast. Okay, what's his called? Podcast Hunt called? for Gold Sessions. Okay, and he has the same idea as you, where he just wants to bring people on because everyone has their own unique story mm-hmm. and experience that they could share with everyone, and people take that for granted. Like, I don't want he doesn't want to bring people on the podcast and just talk about the weather, and he he likes to dig deep and wants to know what you're truly like, what's going on in your head. Yeah, how how did you become the person you are today? That's awesome. That's and yeah. It, that's he exactly wants it what to I be more than just the pop culture and hey, how you doing? What's going on? Small talk. He wants to dig in and find different people with that could give different experiences and share what they've learned and share how they've been shaped to who they are today. Yeah. And so he's got that going on. Bobby's got his shoe thing going on. He's a YouTuber, vlogger, doing his thing. So all of us coming together is just what we call we like to call it a media collective. Wow, and it's kind of putting a brand to the mindset of hunting for gold, yeah, and doing what truly makes you happy, and Dude, that's so that's what we got impressive. going on. We it's it's awesome. I <laughs> I don't want to toot my own horn, but it's really awesome. And no man, it's we're starting to just uh, we're starting to get in our bag right now. We're trying to we're really figuring out who we are, how we can use each other to market each other, and mm-hmm. do all these different things. We're kind of just putting it together now. At first, we were just winging it. Yeah. We're passionate about this stuff. We're just winging it, but now we're. We're starting to figure it out, and we're starting to market better and do these different things that we didn't really know how to do a year ago. It takes a while, it's, man. It's been a year already, and we're just starting to like make strides now. In the right Doesn't direction. Ha- yeah, too many people want the instant gratification and to happen overnight oh. with the Instagram double taps and the followers, and yep. they just want to blow up overnight. Which some, is... Some, it's ha- it happens. It happens, but you have to be so lucky and have the right eyes on you, and sometimes you got to work for years. Some people, and the worst part, and what kills me, kills me... Some people never get found. Right. Some and people there, never. There's a lot of a lot of bums out there getting recognition for the wrong reasons. And there's people working their ass off that deserve a lot more credit that never get it. And it's sad, but you just got to keep, if you're passionate about something, you just got to keep doing it, man. You really if, have to. If it makes you happy and you're, and you're passionate about it and it's what you want to do, you just got to keep doing it. Because it doesn't really, like I said before, it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. It took me way too long to learn that. And um, so that's why I'm able to put out my voice so easily now. Like, I feel like I'm taking a step off a ledge a little bit, putting songs out there to the public. I agree with you, man. And I I wouldn't have done it 
in high school. I started doing it in college a little bit, but like I said, the music wasn't good at that point. But now I feel like I'm starting to figure out my sound and how I can put out the best music for who I am. And I'm not I'm not going to pretend I'm someone I'm not. And I'm just going to put it out there. And it, it's fun for me. That's why I do it. Yeah. I enjoy, It makes me happy. I enjoy doing it. And it's fun. I could get yeah. lost in doing it for hours. And the, I'm sure uh, you could get lost in doing this stuff for hours too. Oh my God. It's, uh, there's, there's been times <laughs> where you sit here and you're like, oh, yeah, you know, like, yeah. all right, you know, let's, we'll shoot for an hour and a half. And then other times it's like, all right, so we did an hour and a half. And you look at it, you're like, fuck it, let's just keep going. Or like the what's happened on multiple, multiple occasions, and I always kick myself in the ass, is um, because I, I feel like I should just we should have just sat there and just taken the headphones off because right. there's so many times that after an hour and a half or, or an hour or two hours that it's like, all right, you know, like that was a great podcast. And then, boom, another rant comes up. And then another <laughs> rant comes up. So a two-hour or one-hour show turns into five or six right. could be five yeah, or six yeah, hours right. of conversation crazy that was never recorded where i'm like god this would have been fucking <laughs> yeah. awesome material oh man awesome material but we had already stopped and not saying the first the show was great was bad but it was just like we had all of this right, stuff yeah, all, yeah. all of this and it's like oh well that wasn't all recorded so <laughs> fuck that at least you have it for your own human experience yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the, and the greatest part like- is and people are like oh you know like why do you do a podcast and and I, and I try, and I don't want to say I always give the same answer, but I'm like, one, I want to love, I would love to look back in five, six, 10, 15 years and say, what the fuck did I do as a, <laughs> as a 24 year old right. degenerate yeah. or, or, oh, like when my kids come up to me, Hey dad, what did you, what were you thinking? What did you do when you were, when you were my age? Well, here you go. This is, this is exactly what I did. And this is right. exactly what I thought. And these are the experiences and the people I met and, and exactly what you said, you're hunting for your own gold where if I get a, don't get me wrong, if I get a million followers on here, I'd be stoked. But if I got 20 and I, and I already have 25, 30, I mean, hardcore, hardcore subscribers. Right. Yeah. What's that, that saying? I'd rather have, I'd rather have four quarters than a hundred pennies. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. I'd rather, if you, if you have a million people, but only right at yeah, uh, and 10% only... of 8% of them are really fucking with what you do and really care, then yeah. It's fake. It's not yeah. real. You'd rather have that true, the, the true following. Yeah. Some some guys in the in the podcast world they they call them disciples, and it really is okay. because they follow they they follow you and believe in what whatever you do so hard that if you come out with a t shirt, they'll just buy it to right, support yeah, you. If yeah. you if you set up a paragon, they'll they'll support you yeah. because they just love what you do. And it's as I get older and I start meeting people, it's it's so incredible how. Yeah. We're all, and I was in the same boat as you. You don't want to when you're in high school and and even some some of college. You're like, oh, I don't want to fuck up. Like, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to know. Like, if oh my god, somebody thinks bad of me, and then yeah. there was a point where I was just like, you know what, fuck it. If somebody doesn't like what I do, that means one of two things: one, they just don't care about it, or two, they're jealous as fuck that right. I'm actually happy doing something that I enjoy. And I could definitely see based on your glow when you're talking about Hunt for Gold, um, that you're thrilled <laughs> about what you do. Listeners can't see it, but you're seeing it. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's it's it's, it's inspiring. Like, sitting here, I have, I have goosebumps just hearing somebody else my age, because I know people that are even older than me, 30, 30, 40 years old, that are stuck in that dead-end job. They don't do anything fun, or they're in a yeah, miserable man. relationship. They got married too young, and they <sighs> fucked up, or whatever it is. I'm like, this. Uh, it sickens me when I go out, and I see all these miserable yeah, people. If we can, if we can influence just one person to get at, and we, my friend Jazz has had people on the podcast that they either 
dropped out of school or they quit their job that they would have been set in and they're trying to do things that they just love doing. And not saying that college is terrible or working a nine to five is terrible. It's not it at all. It's not it at all. But if you're walking through life and not, and just wasting precious, precious, precious time on a job that you hate or trying to climb a corporate ladder, oh I feel it's a sin. It's a sin. And people should be, you only got, you only get this thing once. You only get one life. So yeah. you got to take advantage yeah. of it and do things that truly make you happy. That's it. Yeah. That's I it. got super lucky. I, I got super lucky with this and I got super lucky with my job. Awesome. Like I, I work I, and my followers and everybody who subscribes now, I work for the company Nerds I Care. Uh-huh. And I just happened to get super lucky. One of the guys in my firehouse, I, I didn't even originally want the internship because I started out as an intern because it wasn't what I was going to college for. And, gotcha. I'm like, and I was in the same mindset. I was like, well, I'm going to college, so I kind of I need to get a job in my field that I'm studying in college because if I don't, then I'm not successful. Yeah, and I, and it, it was like a disease. It's crazy. And I'm like I'm like I don't even like what I'm going to college for. <laughs> I just like the fact that I can make a lot of money right. going to college, doing what I what I go to school for, and um, and then I got an internship here and I loved it. And then they hired me, and it's seven minutes away from home, and I'm happy. Like I go that's, to work and I'm like. It, man. I love going to work. It's like uh, it means everything yeah. in the world. It means everything. Oh my everything. god, leaving work and and not feeling like wow, today sucked every single day. I mean, everybody's going to always have those super good days of and course. super bad days at work no matter what you do. Of course. But the general like if you're miserable every day, change your fucking job. Yes, yes, yes. Change yeah. like geez. change something. Yeah, you got to change something. Change something. Yeah, man. It's crazy and it is like a disease cuz too many people feel obligated to do something and stay in that field or stay in that relation, whatever. But it's precious time. To, yeah, it's precious time. The uh, and the craziest part is too. It's like I see even old, even older guys, even just people I meet on the day to day, whatever, just going around meeting people because I talk to everybody, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh, I'm like, oh, what do you do?" And they tell me, I'm "Like, oh, I'm like, oh, like that sounds cool." And like, it, it's okay. I'm like, if it's not that, if you're not enjoying it, why are you there? And they're like, well, it pays the bills. I'm like. All right, maybe it does pay the bills, and there's definitely going to be some circumstances that you make a a great salary, and mm-hmm. you're just like, all right, I have to go to work because I make a ridiculous amount of money. But I'd rather, me personally, even if I have kids to feed, I'd rather go to work and be happy, and work harder, and and work a couple more hours than work the eight hour day and be miserable every single day you. in that daily grind. I got you, man. I feel you. And I mean, some people, there are some circumstances where people like. They don't have a choice sometimes, and I understand that. Like people with kids, and they maybe they have to support four kids and put meals on the table and pay the bills, and they have to stick through a job. That's yeah. okay, but I I just want to got to influence people to just at least if you like young. if you like drawing, go home and draw a picture when you get home, just like to make yourself happy for a little bit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like something. I understand there's cer- certain circumstances. I don't want to be preachy and talk down and like I have all the answers. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I'm just saying, just for me, I just. My outlook on it is you just got to find something that you love doing no matter what it is. No matter what. If you like to cook or make music or play sports. Yeah. Even, whatever, go, even go for a walk outside. Walk, exactly. Exactly. A that walk is therapy. And people uh, nowadays are all about the meditation and the yogas yeah, and all huge. that stuff. If you can get out of your zone, get in your zone for just an hour, meditate, yoga, whatever you could do to just to free your head. And You're like a new person. Realize everything is going to be all right. Then yeah. Have you ever done yoga? It means everything. I haven't. So I can't oh. speak on it. 
Dude, yoga is life-changing. I've heard, man. And meditation, too. All these people with, like, the anxiety and the stress and just do yoga, and they just talk the world about it. Like, yeah. it changes their whole oh, life. It's crazy. I, I mean, there's no reason I shouldn't I, I, I want to <laughs> do, give it a whirl. I wish I had more time. The only thing that I didn't like about yoga is it's very time-consuming. Gotcha. Like, it's a solid hour. And it's slow, and if you break too. The, yeah. <laughs> And if you break that meditation or whatever it is, you like you like fall out of the zone and then you got to get back in the zone. Gotcha. But like when I was doing yoga and I tried it every once in a while, I'll set up in my room and I'll, I'll flip over my laptop and, and pull up like a video on, on whatever, just different different stretches. And you get in you're like, wow, like you get up and you, you feel good. Like, <laughs> I'm a new dude. Yeah, it, it really is. I'm it's a new incredible, guy. man. It's incredible. The It's so it's great. worth it. Whatever works, man. Whatever. Where you go fishing. Some people love fishing and freeze their head. Whatever you got to do, man. Just, uh, man. Just gotta enjoy your <laughs> enjoy your time. Enjoy your time. That's it. It's sure, man. That's it. It is. It is. It flies. That's crazy. So now, so you meet you met these guys a year ago. I met I met Jazz when I was a freshman in college. So that's 2010. So okay. I've known him for seven years. Um, I've known his friend Steve, who's our DJ. Mm-hmm. Um, freshman year from him visiting and stuff. So I've known him for seven years. But Tim and Bobby, I met about a little over a year ago. Wow. So this all all five of us came together a little over a year ago. Yeah. That's incredible. Yep. And then when you and got- it came together so naturally. It was crazy. It felt like it was like meant to us five were meant to be in a room together at that time to come up with this. That's and, the best, man. Yeah. It, that's why and people like real it's crazy like people realize it like when we're together like you guys are so passionate and I, I think that rubs off on people. It makes them care about it more cuz we care about it more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This- so when you see oh, oh that saying I dropped it on Jazz's podcast too but um people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Yes. Yeah, so that's a saying I like that I some one of my professors said to me at Cortland and I loved it. Mm-hmm. I really did. Um cuz it's true. When people see how much you care about something no matter what it is, your job, my job, any job, if they see how much you care about it, they they're going to care more. And yeah, exactly. It's contagious almost. It re- yeah. Yeah. It's if you know all the stuff in the world about podcasts, but I come in here and you're a dick to me, like what the hell is that going to do? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I, you see the passion. I see your setup right here, which is awesome. And thank you. Appreciate that. And I that. know, like us talking before, I know you're passionate about it, so I'm ready to come on here and talk about whatever you want. The uh, no, I appreciate diff- that. Makes a difference. It's uh, it, it definitely was a hustle, and and I mean, I was kind of in the same boat, especially in like the last year, because it was right about this time that I think me and Cam had started the old show, uh-huh. and um. It was it was just a crazy, crazy fucking learning process. Yeah, man. And uh, I wanted to do it for the longest time, and I was like, you know, and and I had the same and I had the same feeling. Like, oh my god, what people are gonna think weird about me? Yeah. Or and I'm like, all right, do I really want to pull the trigger? Like, all right, I gotta order like a bunch of this stuff, and I really don't know what I'm doing. And I was being a bitch. That's that, there's no other way to put it. I, I literally <laughs> be, was being a bitch. To be completely blunt, I was being a goddamn bitch. <laughs> yeah, I was. And I was like, I was, and I was, be, I was my own worst enemy. And that was yeah, that's it. You get stuck in your own head, man. It's the <sighs> worst thing that could happen. And uh, and then sure enough, he, I was sitting at the gas station. He didn't even stop at the gas station. He just saw me there. He called me. He's like, "You still thinking about doing it?" And I go, "Yeah." He goes, "Let's fucking do it." And I went home that night. Had no fucking idea what I was doing. And I literally just bought a bunch of shit on Amazon. That's it. And. Was like, all right, this I think this works. This guy did this. All right, let me order this. No fucking idea, and we just made it work. And then we made it work and made it work. And and it was uh, one episode where I got the mixer and then I got the yeah. extra mics. And I'm sitting there fucking around with it. And in the middle of the show, all of a sudden, I think it was Bailey was like, "Oh my god, I can hear you in both ears." And I finally <laughs> figured out how to like use pen. Oh and, yeah, left to right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, 
I had no like this thing is literally two hours out of the box and I'm still trying to figure this thing out yeah. not a single fucking idea not that I'm a master at audio by any stretch of the imagination um, but I'm like and I'm finally getting it and I figured out like how to get on iTunes and how to get yeah, on yeah. Google Play and, and I'm still still working on trying to figure out exactly how I want to do YouTube but it's just that you gotta just I forget who said it but you just gotta do it you gotta take the step off the ledge that's, and that's more than half the battle right there it's the starting it's, it's most of 90% it. of it it's <laughs> yeah. the, the other True. 10% is you wanna do it yeah that's the easy part that's it the that's 10% it. is cake and it's, it's and the just experience is the best teacher I feel like like with a, with a lot of things, I can't say everything, but with a lot of things, the best way to learn how to do something is go out there and and doing it. Oh, absolutely. And doing it. Absolutely. That's it. That's it. You got to take the step off the ledge and just do it, man. Take a shot because you don't know if you don't do it. All right. So I'm going to try to use this thing. So I know yeah. you didn't see this. I didn't. So the, I got this weird top. gadget going on right here. The uh, the draft top, uh, thanks to Sean Kelly. Okay. The, Sean I gotta, Kelly. I don't yeah. know Sean, but. He's the, uh, the, one, the founder it. of it. Okay. And, uh. Normally it doesn't get stuck, but there was a little beer that was not washed off last time on it. So you take it, do a little squeeze, and in theory, if you get it right, it'll cut the top. Usually it doesn't spill. Now what are the what are the pros to having and then you just sip it like that, like a like it's in a cup. Yep. Just and like there's no edges. sharp Nope, no sharp edges. And is this uh so you got this thing patent pending or what? I, I didn't develop this. No, one, yeah, the, uh, my old my old uh, one of my guests and he'll be he'll be on shortly. Uh-huh. Um, this guy Sean Kelly developed it, and here I'll actually let you feel the rim before I uh, start drinking out of it. All right, let me be but, a guinea um, pig here. The uh, there's no sharp edges, no nothing. Not gonna slice your finger. I mean, and that's pretty wild, man. Right? People people that chug beers will love this, man. The uh, it's super cool, and the the whole principle of it is when you drink the the beer. In well, a bottle you don't have to worry about it, but uh-huh. when you're drinking out of a can, your nose is pressed into the aluminum, and uh, because it's pressed into the aluminum, you don't get the full flavor of the beer. Gotcha, it throws off. So, okay, and um, I saw this thing on YouTube, and uh, not YouTube on a uh, Kickstarter, and I was like, this thing's fucking awesome. And I had to wait a, just over a year for it, which kind of the year part kind of sucked, but whatever it is, what it is, I knew it was a new invention, and yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's their projected timeline. Doesn't mean it's always going to happen. Things right. come up. And then, uh, sure enough, they brought this to market. And this actually doesn't look... Excuse me. There it, it is. You see, yep. that's the beer, man. The, uh, <laughs> it is the beer. But this doesn't look anything like the original one. Um, I shouldn't say anything, but it doesn't look close to the, the original. Prototype? Yeah, yeah the, the, their prototype was completely off the wall. And um, and then they developed this, and it came out. And uh, you could pick like your different woods. They had like three different woods on there. And then I obviously got bamboo. And it just nice, opens up the beer, and it's it's like I thought it was just the coolest thing. And I was like, you know, what? if it works or it doesn't work, or if it works half as good as I think it does, it's still awesome. It's a good idea, man. Um, and they have, get on get on Shark Tank. That's my I, that's, that's my I show told right That's what I told them. I love that show. Oh, dude, I saw this one, and it, and it kind of relates to what we were talking to. I saw this dude. He created the Tree TP. I don't know if you've seen this, and uh, it's like a it's like a cone that goes down goes around the base of the tree. Okay. And you put like a little sprinkler in there, and the sprinkler will water only like six inches around the base of the tree, mm. and you save a ridiculous amount of water. Oh, I think I've seen that. And the guy was like, "Well, why don't you charge twelve dollars?" Because he was like, "Oh, I buy them for like three and a quarter, and I sell them for four and a quarter." And he's like, "Well, why don't you charge twelve dollars if it's that valuable?" And he goes, "But it's about the farmer, right?" 
and he I, like got this is Shark Tank you're talking about. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Okay. And he gets super for anybody who hasn't seen, he gets super emotional, and he's like, "You don't understand. Like these are my people. Like yeah, I know what they go through and the struggles that they go through and the, the amount of money and time that this can save them." And he's like, I don't want to charge them that much money because they don't have that much money to spend. And bringing back to what we just said before, I guarantee you the five sharks sitting up there saw his passion. Yeah. And some, like, and, yep. And and one of them was like, yeah, there's not enough profit. And the other one, uh, and I'm getting chills talking about it because he was just like, he's like, you, he goes, there's so few people that come on here that are so passionate dude, people, about. People see how much he cares about it and it makes yeah. the world of a difference. Yep. He's like, my dad developed it. And he and, gets a deal. And the guy came up to me. He goes, "I'm gonna give you exactly what you want, and I'm gonna help this thing get out to all the farmers to help all the farmers." And I was like, that "Was it is, Robert? Was that was that his name? The no, the shark that took." Oh, his- it was like an older dude with um, like a ponytail. Uh, I gotta I'll, I gotta look it up. Uh, and you might know him by face. He's not one that I know, that I've ever seen before. Though. Okay, he's one of the once in a while. Okay, um, sharks on shark. Tank. I love that show, man. I and I've learned about business just from watching that show. <laughs> the, yeah, it's crazy. It's uh, awesome. I love it. Maybe Phil Crowley. Okay, so it wasn't one of the main six people that are always no. on. Like, oh, Eston okay. Kutcher's been on Shark Tank? Who knows, man? Really? I don't know. That's the crazy. guy that invented the GoPro is on there sometimes. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. I did not know that. Phil. Great show. I'm a big uh, Mark Cuban guy, though. Mark Cuban big is... Big Mark Cuban uh, yep. guy. Um, you ever watch uh, The Prophet? Mm, no. Oh. I don't think so. I've heard about it. It's kind of... Dude, such a good show. And I, I think it is with Mark Cuban. Okay. And um, no, it's not. Is it? Uh, host? I feel like I've heard about it. Um, I'm into it. But it's such a great... He goes around and he helps... Oh, uh, Marcus Lemonis. And he goes around and he finds all these businesses and he's a millionaire. And he just helps the businesses and figures out like, all right, why is your business failing? Or why is it not as profitable? And why do you guys... Great, you guys make like one episode. He's like, "Oh, great, you guys make these candles." Well, why don't you outsource the candle making the candles because it just costs it takes too much time and energy for you, and you make a smaller profit margin, but you could lower your price. Got it. And you'll you'll be able to get it out more. And he's like, "Well, I really like doing it." And he's like, "All right, well, this is how you're gonna make money. And if you don't want to make money, I'll leave." Right. So it's kind of like that show Bar Rescue, but yeah. for businesses. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and uh, a crazy motherfucker on Bar Rescue. Oh my god! You're touching the raw chicken with your fingers, <laughs> and then shaking hands with the customers. The uh, John Taffer. Yep. John Taffer. A crazy motherfucker. Um, but yeah, it's it's so amazing. And then like there's and there's always like. I don't want to say there's always, but there's sometimes that the one guy who's just, oh, I, I helped put in some money. So I expect because I put it in the first initial investment of whatever, $10,000 or $20,000, I want 20% of the company for doing no extra work other than the initial investment. Right. And I want 30% of the company or 20% of the company. And he's like, that's not how it works yeah, yeah, yeah. unless you're just going to keep giving money until the business is self-sufficient. And it's just, it's an incredible show. That's great. Yeah, I should get into it because I'm a huge Shark Tank guy. So oh. it sounds like it, uh, that'd tickle my fancy a little bit. Oh, yeah, a little, t- a little tickle? <laughs> a, little, a little tickle. The, uh, a little tickle. Yeah, help yourself to the corona, man. Hold on. Listen real quick for the listeners out there. Harry hit me up to be on his podcast. And of course I said, of course, Harry. Next question he has for me is what kind of beer do you like? So people, this guy, he's guy's a host right here. I tell him I'm a big Corona guy, and I got a six-pack waiting for me right here. About to refuel. So shout-out to Harry right there. Oh, uh, That's a host. I appreciate that. The, uh, I, there's one thing I, if there's one thing I learned at bartending, it's uh, having... I don't want to say having the wrong drink, but 
if I just offered, because I don't mind Bud Light, and it's it's great because I could drink it over the course of two, three hours, yeah, yeah. and I don't have to worry about uh, how am I going to get home or whatever it is. If I have three or four of them, I'm not loaded behind the wheel. It's whatever, three, four percent beer, as opposed to drinking a 10% beer where you get annihilated. And um, I was like, you know what? If I'm going to have somebody on here, and I'm going to invite them, and they're going to drive to wherever I am. I mean, for us, it's 10 minutes away, and for other people, it's... 30 minutes, 40 minutes away, or even a Skype call into another from another state, right. I want to make sure that they at least feel a little homey. And I try to, and over the course of time, the studio will come even further and, and it'll be very homey where... That's a great, that's a great idea, man, because people, people, that'll appeal to people too. Yeah. Come on, like, oh, oh, he gives them his favorite beer. Like, that's, that's pretty cool. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's a, yeah. it's a cool little extra detail. You're, yeah, you're my guest. Yeah. The uh, And I appreciate you coming out here and... I mean, I've had people that come, uh, pro- I might be doing somebody else's show tomorrow, and then he'll probably be on my show the following week, but some of these people are coming over an hour away. The least I could do is offer them a cold wow. beer of, of their choice. That's awesome. So, the um, I appreciate when people people come on the show, and yeah. I feel like that's, that's the right thing to do, man. That is. You're right. Gotta be a good host. You're right. It's a big part. The uh, So, what else is new, man? What, what else have you been new? working on? What just, else have been working just, on? Yeah. Um... All right, so when I when I ever every time I do the hunt for gold thing, I'm driving almost two hours. So I'm going there. My girlfriend. Do they have cold beer waiting for you? Uh, a lot, of, yeah, a lot of the time. Not not sometimes waiting, but we we go out and we get right, some, we get some right, stuff. Right, like um, yeah, but um, <laughs> so I got to drive up there. I stay there for a lot of weekends. My girlfriend's up there too, so um, I'm up there every other weekend pretty much. Oh wow. Um, so I got to make a little drive every time we do that. So, but I'm making music at home. I bring my songs up to Tim's house. We record. If we have an idea for a video, we'll go out and shoot a, shoot a video. The one time, like I said, took us just a day, uh-huh. and we did it. We banged it out. We did the song, the video, and made it work. But other times, I got one coming. You did that whole video in one day? Yeah. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah. Um, it was cool. We found this awesome spot in Yonkers, some like garden, some old garden type thing. And yeah, it, that place looked awesome. Yeah, for it was anybody crazy. Who, who, I mean, yeah, a first, lot of Yeah, first people. of all, if you're listening, go watch the solo music video right now. Yeah. Right? Go on YouTube, hit uh, solo, third wave, T-H-I-I-I-R-D-W-A-V-E on YouTube. Go watch it right now so you know what we're talking about at least. <laughs> um, yeah, but it was awesome spot in Yonkers. We banged it out. But sometimes, like I said, like I was going to say, in a couple, hopefully a couple weeks, I'm going to release a video and it's more, has more of a concept. It's almost like a movie type thing. Oh, wow. Where the okay. solo one was just us in a cool spot balling out and yeah, yeah, cool yeah. shots and stuff. Yeah, there but was the, a lot of really... I mean, the, I got to give you guys so much credit. The video on that was stellar. And I can't believe I that... It. Now, knowing now that he turned that around in 24 yeah, hours, crazy, I'm fucking man. blown he's a nut away. Job. He's a nut job. He'll stay up all night. And if he's if his mind is set on something, he'll do it. He's, he's a nut job. And I love it. That's awesome. And I love it. Um, but... Yeah, so the next one has got a little more of a concept to it. It's kind of like a robbery type thing. Okay. Where I'm robbing someone and this this oh, girl, so it's this girl tries to go against me and we but me and Bobby turn on her at the end. Like it has like a little story to it. Okay. And it's a cool song. It fits the video. Okay. Like I recorded the song and I sent it to my friend Tim and he's like, yo, I just instantly think of like a car getaway or like a robbery. I was like, I'm kind of getting that vibe too. So we just we brainstormed and we came up with like a storyline, uh-huh. and that was the first time I've done anything where it was kind of like a script. Where uh-huh. we had to have like a timeline uh-huh. when we're gonna shoot, how the order of when we're gonna, because like matters for the story. Yeah. So it was the first time I did Holy anything like shit. that, and it was awesome. And I'm gonna tell you one thing again, not tooting my own horn. I recorded the song the night before, 
we got everyone together and we went out and recorded the video in a full in a day. So the video's already been recorded. The video is done. The song just got done. We're gonna master that and touch it up a little bit. But the video has a little more. We got to throw in the drone shots. Uh-huh. We shot it in December, I think. Okay. So we've been we've just been taking our time with it, and the next it's gonna be like a different vibe than just cool shots balling out in a cool spot. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. be like a little little movie type thing, and it's it's really cool. Damn man. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. It's cool. It's awesome. The uh, and then oh my god. So you guys all, just the five of you, all still putting the same thing together? and Yeah, no- and, and a lot of the times, too, if we go out and shoot these big videos, we have this other group of kids um, who are ridiculous. They're from the same town as Jazz up in Westchester. Okay. They're, I think, four years younger than me, than us. Uh-huh. So they're like 21. Uh-huh. Um, but they are just ridiculous with cameras. These, whether it be video editing, whether it be just uh, portraits and photography, the kids just snap. They're awesome. Really? And it's like, it's really impressive. And they go out and this one kid, Michael A, goes out and takes these videos of these, of just girls just like doing cool stuff. But how he edit, he makes it like a movie. It's crazy. And like, just, just, he takes the best portraits and this kid, Josh is shooting crazy vlogs and he, they're just amazing. John lived, they're great with cameras. So when we have to shoot big videos like that, we call them to come along uh-huh. and they hold the cameras. They give us ideas for angles and all this different stuff because they're really good at it. So when we shoot these big videos, we always ask them to come along, whether it be flying the drone, whether it be giving us ideas for different angles, how we should shoot, how we should pan from the, yeah. they just give great input. So we always call them along. It's like three or four other kids that just, they are just all, they're they all do. about, exactly. And they're very passionate about that. And they love what we're doing with Hunt for Gold. So they saw what we're doing, came and approached us. And we were like, we want to work with a lot of people. If we see you out there we want to help people it's not like it's just us five get the fuck out of here like you let us do our thing like fuck you yeah. like if you're pet if you're feeling us and you're loving what we're doing and we love what you're doing we're not, why not come together and just make something awesome all together absolutely. absolutely so i feel like a lot of people aren't open to that nowadays a lot of times in the music too which i kind of understand like if you weren't with me from the start why the fuck are you here now yeah. i kind of get it but I, I like working with other people it makes it more of an experience, being able to take other people's thoughts and their perspectives and just join forces. I feel like you could come with, come up with a lot better ideas than just sitting by yourself. Yeah. So it's cool. We got a lot of people coming together and working, and we're just doing our thing. And we're and if people like us, then keep following us. And if you don't, you don't have to pay us no mind. It's like a Jay Z line or something. I'm just <laughs> jacking yeah. Jay Z's line. If you don't like me, pay me no mind. Yeah. Like, the, and don't. Uh, yeah. It's, it's no. Okay. I agree with you. And I, I tell I tell all my friends. I'm like, hey. Go download it. People are like, oh, dude, what, what's the podcast about? And I'm like, oh, I kind of like, uh, you want the brief version or you kind of want the more detailed? And they're like, oh, give me the brief one. I'm like, eh, it's sex, drugs, and rock and roll. That's pretty much it. <laughs> I'll talk about sex. I'll talk about drugs. I'll talk about rock and roll. Whatever you want, whatever you guys want, dis- my guests want to discuss, I'll go as far deep as I can with them. That's it. And, um, and they're like, well, what's, what's the long version? And, and it's just like what we talked about. It's like, well, you know, I fucking started in my bedroom, uh, bought a bunch of random shit, didn't know how to fucking use it, and just worked my way through it. And, did it, man. Uh, people, I really people. respect that because when you put your voice out there, it's it's a risk. But when your voice is out there, you're, you're kind of uh, you're out there for eternity. Like when, yeah. at all these every artist, like when when you're making art, you're almost making yourself immortal in a way. Yeah. Like this painting could be mm-hmm. around forever, and it's mm-hmm. like this person's mind and their thought process went into this painting, and it's there forever. Yep. The painting's never gonna die unless you like 
put a fire to it or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Music, like the song is always going to be there, right? Like the song is always going to be out there. Anything. All these artists, you're like immortalizing yourself almost. That's incredible. But it's a huge, it's a big risk to take. I agree. It'll always always come with criticism, but your art is always going to be there. And I think that's what makes art so awesome, whatever kind of art it is. This is an art right here. I tell people all the time, I'm like, and, and you say criticism. Like critique me, T- shoot me a t- like a lot of the people that Not, listen. Don't tell me my shit sucks. Tell me what I can work on to make it better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know uh, it's like, and and I don't want to be conceited, but it's like I know that my show doesn't suck, but I know my show could definitely be better. But tell me how it of could course. be better right, because right. I, I have whatever I have thirty hours a week that I could that I'm free, not at work and not sleeping, mm-hmm. that I could be working on it or thinking about something in this. And I'm sure music is always running through the back of your mind, always, all the time. And this, <laughs> and this, then this is the same thing where it's like even during the day, it's like, oh, what can I do this or or let me try to research like better microphones or or whatever. Oh, you know, maybe the acoustics could be better in the room, whatever it may be. And you're just constantly trying to like innovate and and get better and have a better. Like my goal is just to have the absolute best audio quality because everybody's listening to it. All, on audio and Mm -hmm. soon it'll be video so now i have to make sure i have a good combination of both where i'd rather be more concerned with the audio because if somebody can at least play it in the background yeah Yeah. it's it's not like a song where you can have a a sweet awesome music video that goes with it where Uh i can't have an hour and a half two hour long um (laughs) music video that i could make i don't have a budget like that and i don't have that much time to record um anything of that nature so it's like you're just constantly innovating so people have come up to me and and they've told me like oh you know we i, had a, I did an episode with uh billy billy uh mckean and bailey morgan awesome. and we talked about the loop and i don't know if you heard it but it's the loop of like life where it's like all right wake up go to work come home go go to the gym go home go getting caught man yeah, yep, yeah and yeah, you just yeah. and it's that yeah. vicious loop and he's like dude you should make a t-shirt i'm like fucking i'm gonna make a t-shirt i'm gonna find somebody who can do the art because i don't know how to do that dude and who look look across yeah, dude, we Tim on the Photoshop. Yeah, we like we got you, man. That's we awesome. do it I all. It. We got the I photo. Tim's on the Photoshop, the video, like all the shit, man. That's so funny. We got and, you. Uh, Graphic I'm like, designing and all. I'm that. like, all right, I gotta figure out like how am I gonna design? Like, how do I like? I don't even know how to go about it because it's like, oh great, I'm gonna draw a circle on a shirt. I might as well just call it fucking Oakley. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, all right, how do I figure out? And I've been playing with the idea for a while now. The loop. Did, yeah, it's just a loop, like the daily cycle uh-huh. of never ending. Because it's like he goes, if I'm not going to my nine, to, not nine to five, but he uh, his normal job, he's doing side work, and if he's not doing side work, he's doing somebody else's work or his own work, and then it's like, how do you you break? You got to break that loop and find time to do things that yep make you happy. Yep, that's it. And uh, it's tough sometimes. I was like, but... that'd be a really if I could figure out conceptually how it would go mm-hmm. together. I'm like, that would be a really cool shirt, and then. Whatever you wear it out and people like everybody knows what Nike is. Yeah. Um, Branding. Yeah, because you because you're wearing it, but it's like oh, what like what is the loop? And if you can make a cool T-shirt that expresses what it is, mm-hmm. there's far too many people in the world who are, who just live on that loop. It's like a fucking yeah, gotta, fer- it's like a Ferris wheel. Yeah, just find going a way all to like, around. conceptualize like breaking the loop and put it on a T-shirt. Yeah, I feel you. That's awesome. Yep. The, that's a great uh, idea. So I, I would that's that's my that's my next goal is to figure out that and okay. the YouTube, but. I it was the way we talked about it, and I thought, and I've been thinking about it like nonstop. I'm like, it really is because I was there. I was there like a couple of years ago, where it was okay, great, um, bartending, which is an awesome job. But it's mm-hmm. like, wake up, bartend, or whatever, wake up, go to the beach, bartend, go go to bed, wake up, and just 
over and over and over again. Right. And it was a great lifestyle. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but it's just like, how do you break it? Right. How do you... You're stuck in it. And then when you... The day you stop or or it's shitty weather at, you're like, what, what do I do? What do I do with myself? Yeah. yeah. It's crazy, man. Yeah, it's crazy. And I was, I was... I mean, I'm sure you've been in it too where you're just in that... That vicious cycle of yeah, man. Of course, I, I mean, I uh, I teach and coach too. So <laughs> damn. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm working in the schools during the day. I coach boys basketball, girls basketball, and baseball. So I'm doing that during the week, and then I do this stuff, the hunt for gold, on the weekends, and it's it's busy. But the hunt for gold is the thing that breaks that loop for me. Yeah. So the hunt for gold for me is breaking that loop and doing doing what I love instead of getting caught up and just I love coach coaching is amazing and I have the same passion that I do for that and hunt for gold I love it but um just to break it up and do both get both things in in a week if I have to drive two hours there and two hours back to do it in a weekend I'm gonna do it yeah it's because it's always worth it every single time it's gonna be worth it so yep the uh the mentality of I've been trying to get into more and more lately is is literally like the Nike mentality, just do it. Just fucking do it. Because it's like, oh, let's go out. Why am I going to say no? What 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 am I going to do? Sit inside. And the, like, there's always exclusions to the rule. It's like, all right, it's a Sunday night. I'm not going to go out and get fucking yeah, smack yeah, so yeah. I can go to work feeling like shit. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, what if I do miss that moment to go out and I, not even so much like, oh my God, it was an awesome party. I meet somebody. I met the, the nicest guy on the train the other day. Coming home for the uh, NYPD FDNY um, hockey game, okay. and he was an immigrant from um, a Spanish-speaking country. I forget what country it was. Uh, where Action Bronson's from, uh, Albania. Okay, yep, so yep. he was from Albania. He came here with like not a nickel to his, like not a dollar to his name. He his his uh, one of his friends paid for his flight, um, wow. I, if I can remember correctly. And he's like, I came here. And he goes, I had a friend here, and I asked him, like, hey, I might not be really good at everything, but I'm very smart, and I can learn things quickly. And he got a job as a dishwasher and just worked his way up. And he's like, yeah, he's like, now I work in New York City, and I live over here. And he goes, I wait tables for a living. And he goes, that's great. And, like, now I'm so much smarter than I was, and I learned how to be, like, live in America. And he goes, I didn't even know English when I got here. And he's taught himself English. He's made a made a whole new life for himself. And I'm like, dude, you have such a story. I got his number, and I want to have him on here. That'd be awesome. And he was like, and he was so, so unbelievably nice. Like I was like down to earth. Yeah, just so nice. And we just had a great conversation for like an hour on the train. I was like. The world needs more of you, man. Yeah, like you're just that's just doing it. Yeah, yeah, literally. <laughs> that's, that's just and doing goes, it. I can't he, even imagine. And it. he's like, I started a whole new life for myself. Like I wanted to, I wanted to come here. He goes, this is the land of opportunity. If you're not from here, he goes, you guys don't even know how good you, how good yeah, you have yeah, it. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I agree with you. Yeah, it's I taken, do. taken for granted every single second. For and sure. he goes, where I was at home, it wasn't bad. But he goes, this is the land of opportunity. He goes, at home, I yeah, I could have done something, but here. I'm. I am something. I'm. Right. I'm important to the rest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He right. goes and and I. I've learned so much that it, you could take me away from here and I'll go somewhere else and I can go anywhere in the country and figure out how to make money because I want to work here and I. And he goes. I'd, I. I want to work here every day instead of going going home and working there. And I'm like, this is so like breathtaking that I just happened to sit next to this guy and had this incredible story behind him. So much. Right. So much respect 
Right? Oh my god! Crazy. I was like, dude, you're amazing. Yeah, Absolutely so, fucking amazing. Like you, like you were saying, you you don't go out that one time and you could have met someone, or you don't go out one time and you the, a person that could have helped your podcast in yep. some way and brought you to the next level would have been at that party and you didn't. I, I feel you. Yep. You never know, man. The uh, there's a guy Chris Michaels who he's the show I'm doing tomorrow. He has his own podcast, and I met him at a networking event for uh, my company here, the Nerds. And he's like, oh, I do a podcast. And it was just around the time I had started doing doing my podcast, the other podcast. And we, like, talked, talked, and talked. And never we, we really never got around to it. And now it's like, hey, he's like, whatever, we'll meet up and we'll we'll do each other's shows. And I'm like, that's incredible. Like, there a year go. later and we're just still out there just trying to make something happen. Yeah, dude. It's great. That's an, it's great, man. What a world we live in. <laughs> it's, it is wild, man. It's I, wild. I still you could couldn't... do whatever the fuck you want to do, man. You could be whoever you want to be. Yep. You could be whoever the fuck you want to be. It's crazy. Yep. It's wild. It really is. You could do whatever you and want. It, the killer is the excuses that you get from people. And whatever. The, everybody's going to have an excuse. Or there's always going to be something that, that comes up or you can't foresee. But um, people, oh, you know, I want to be famous or I want to do this. But what have you done? What have you done to try to do that? Yeah. Oh, I haven't done anything. Because people want it to just happen overnight and not work for it, and it's not how it works. Oh it's the it, it, that's how it works. Point oh 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 five percent of the time. Yeah, you know, like gotta work. You gotta earn it, and that's the hardest part. And that's why people get killed off so early. They give up. They just give up, and because people throw doubt at them, people yep. are gonna doubt and hate on what you do and throw criticism. And the people that use that to build and better themselves are the one that thrives, and the people that get in their own head and get too insecure about it because of that of the people that give up. Yeah. So you got to just, you got to choose which one you're going to be. It's, I mean, it's incredible. And there's, and I feel like too, there's always going to be a market for no matter what you do. Like my little brother showed me this, this guy on YouTube, Wolfie raps. I don't know if you ever heard of him. <laughs> I don't think so. And he's just this dude on there and he makes the dumbest videos. Like unbelievably. <laughs> I lose, I'm like, this guy makes how much money? He has 5 million subscribers on YouTube. And I'm like... YouTube's a crazy business, man. You can, People make a shitload of money oh my from God. YouTube, it's man. It's sickening. And, um, and I'm like... And he's fucking... He, there's, a, there's a mug that's out on the market, and it's it's impossible to knock over. It has some thing in the on the bottom of it that you, <laughs> you lift it straight mug. up. Yeah. But as soon as you try to like tap it over, it won't go over. Huh. And um, he makes this video, and he got like 10 million views on it, and he's hitting it with a baseball bat, and like not hard, but he's hitting it hard enough that that thing should go flying, and he's slapping it, and I'm like, this video is so mind-numbingly stupid, <laughs> and he just made $10,000 on it. I'm like, this is sick. Sick. Yeah, man. So to the people who don't think that they could ever become something, oh, yeah, there is somebody something. who is willing to watch. As long as the video is of semi-decent quality, just go out and spend a little bit of money on a video camera, whatever it is, yeah. and a microphone, you're in. Dude, even the phone, all the phone cameras are crazy. You don't even, even need a camera. Yeah. <laughs> Most people, a lot of people, I don't even know how many YouTube YouTubers I watch that don't even have, they just have an iPhone. They have iPhone in it, man. And they make... Pretty good material. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Pre- you I could mean, do whatever you you could do whatever you want, and there's gonna like you said, there's gonna be an audience somewhere. Uh huh. It's gotta find it. Might take a lot of criticism, but <laughs> yeah. you know what? Especially if, if you're taking a bat to a, a mug for yeah. uh, five minutes or whatever the video. Oh my god! <laughs> it's inc- I was like, that's incredible. But you know what? He probably was just with the exact same thing with like you and and me. 
fuck it, let's just do it. Yeah. What's the worst that happens? I'm not, you, can't, you can't hate on it. Yeah. You can't. I mean, you can't. <laughs> I, I, give him, I give him a world of credit yeah. for, for being able to pull that off. And my brother's like, isn't this so funny? I'm like, yeah. it's retarded. <laughs> but hey, if you love it, I'm not going to tell you what you can and can't yeah, like. Yeah, that's it. It's people are wa- people are watching. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, I, he got me to watch five minutes of yeah, it. Exactly. And I'm like, people are watching it. Who cares? I'm like, holy crap! And I mean, I'm sure he has a following that's that are all disciples. I mean, look at uh, I'm sure you heard of PewDiePie. He's the <laughs> biggest YouTuber. He has like 56 million subs. Jeez, man. And God bless. It's just it's incredible. And like my little brother and all his friends. Binge watch yeah, it. yeah. A lot of the middle, like, because I'm teaching the middle school too. A lot yeah. of them are like get obsessive over these, these vines and the oh YouTube people and all that stuff. And like, people have a huge audience. People and now, whoever you just said, making they're making a living off making videos. He's making millions yeah. and millions. Yeah, not yeah, not even making a living, making a, a pretty damn good living off just oh, YouTube, yeah. which is. I just couldn't. He found his found his niche. Yep. And went with it. And, That's it. Oh my god. It's incredible. You can find your market and run with it. And he did that, man. God bless. Can't hate. The, the world. The Can't world hate. Is, the world is a crazy place. <laughs> YouTube is a crazy place. Oh, my God. I got to get on YouTube. You ever get caught in a... Speaking of the loop, you ever get caught in a YouTube loop? Oh, all the time. <laughs> oh, you want to know what the worst is? All of a sudden, is? you look at my clock. It's 4.30 in the morning. The oh, my God. What have I been doing for eight hours? The, the <laughs> I can't say it. I don't think I've ever gotten into an eight. <laughs> eight. <laughs> maybe maybe that was a little exaggeration. <clears throat> maybe not. The uh, <laughs> the uh, there have been times though where the because uh, I used to I used to cook and I'm sure I don't know how many people who listen to this know that but I used to cook back in the day and I still and I and I love cooking and I and a little part of me wishes I pursued it but I'm like that is a like grueling job oh, to, yeah. to make the money you make for oh, fun yeah. it's awesome I love it. But to do that, it's I such give, a high stress job. Yep, a high stress job, and you're working, you're working, you're, you're working your ass off. There's yeah, no man. other way to put it. I used to work in a restaurant doing weddings and stuff, and you walk in the kitchen and seeing these chefs freaking out for their whole shift, yelling and yep. running back and forth, and just so stressed out. I'm like, damn. The uh, but the worst is those uh, the BuzzFeed videos of them cooking, and they it's like it's only like five or six minutes long. Uh-huh. And they're on YouTube, and they show you how to make like whatever the steak or mashed potatoes or 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 eggs Benedict or whatever it is. And I always get sucked into those loops. Like, oh, it's a great <laughs> idea. Oh, I totally wish I should have thought about that. And then maybe not eight hours, but yeah, like yeah. An, like it's definitely been an hour or yeah, two. Yeah. And you get it. into these videos, and and the nicest part is, it's like, oh, if I like this video, I could tell the world about it. And then I could also go look at that video. I remember because now it's on my Facebook. That I posted, so I can go back and look at it in two weeks, yeah. and say, "Oh my God, I wanted to make that," and you make it. But those, I mean, there's been plenty of times where it's like, "All right, you know, I'll go to bed at like 11, and then it's like 1:30 in the morning rolls yeah, around. Man. I'm like, "God damn it, that'll happen. That'll happen far man. too often." <laughs> but, and YouTube's you. bad too. Yeah, YouTube. Yep, because it's oh, we recommend this, and then it's a whole day, yo, man. You're like, oh, what's this guy doing? They know what they're doing, man. Oh, they know what they're doing. They they're keeping you on there. I mean, like, I watch a bunch of gun videos and, and car videos and whatever, and you just get in this loop. It's like, that's loop. like uh, you're watching Netflix. You, would you like to watch the up next episode? Fuck yeah, I want to watch the next episode, man. <laughs> that with that with that cliffhanger, man, of course I'm watching the next episode. I Who learned, the fuck are you kidding? I figured out how to cheat the system. <laughs> What's that? You, you end, you stop the video. You stop the, the TV show 10 minutes, right around the 10-minute mark before the end of the episode. Always. Always, 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 because then you don't get left on a cliffhanger. 
Okay. Because the cliffhangers so, so always you, come in right at the end. Yeah, of course. So, so like you, you just wake up the next day and then you start it from ten minutes from the end. Yep. You start because because you you're in that you're in that that pitfall of like like uh, the whole <laughs> I, I like to think of of Netflix like a roller coaster every episode. So you're on this roller coaster and multiple times throughout the episode you're all, you're all the way on that on that peak and you're like oh my god oh my god oh my god yeah. and then all right it simmers down you, you get back down all the way to the bottom <laughs> and then. And then you and then you climb back up and you climb back up and then you're at that another point where you're freaking out about the show and then but you got to catch yourself right in that okay. on the last part of it because you still want to see the whole most of the episode but like right you and you can always tell and I never realized this but <laughs> like ten minutes towards the end there's always like a a lull before like the major shit before happens the banger, yeah, before yeah. they hook you back into the uh, next you one. You know, it seems like you have it really figured out. So <laughs> I like to think I do because I was able to stop. I'm going to take your word for I it. I did man. it for, uh, what did I do it for? I did it for The Flash and okay. I did it for Stranger Things. Oh, that was a good one. And um, and I was able to, and I was like, all right, cool. I could put a, I'll put aside two or three hours. I'll watch three or four episodes and, and then I'll stop. Because I used to be like, oh, it's only six in the morning. I have to be at work in an hour. I just, I'm just not gonna sleep. <laughs> not gonna sleep tonight. At this point, the uh, and I figured it out. And you gotta get off. All right. Go. I have to try that, man. You gotta check it I out. Have to try it. The. Uh, all right, man. What else we got? Speaking of that, how long have we been going for right now? We've been going for just about one hour. We're at fifty-seven minutes. Right nice, now. man. You want to do a card? I don't know if you. So there's in this box right okay. here. There's cards. And well, and I'll, I always go from the front, even though uh, Bailey uh, ripped through them. And you, you can pull, if you want, you can pull out a card, and you have to answer that card with honesty. Oh shit! I'll give you, the, I'll, I'll give you a hint. This is the last card that was pulled. What would be a good addition to the human body? That was the last card, I think. Oh ba- Bailey fucked with all of them, so I'll, I'll let you pull if you want. It could man, be deep. I, I didn't come here for no reason, man. All right, fair what enough. What do you got for me? I'm taking right from the end, right, right here. Yeah, right from the end. Damn, this guy. All right. <laughs> Putting you on the spot. Which celebrity do you think will die next? Oof. What? I mean, I guess it, it could be anyone at any time, which is the scariest part, but which celebrity will die next? Huh. And I'll, I'll, Wait, throw, I'll throw in a, tw- a twister on there. And okay. why? Okay. What do you think the cause of death will be? All right. Um, <laughs> I'm going to tell you the first person that came to my mind. It's kind of fucked up, but the lifestyle, I don't know if he's still doing it, but the lifestyle this guy lived for so long, Charlie Sheen. Damn, really? He's got like, AIDS. Exactly. That's one, he does re- have that's, AIDS. that's one reason, but like. He's probably he, banged more girls than Ron Jeremy. Exactly. And like Wilt Chamberlain. And like Wilt Chamberlain, too. <laughs> but like. That's a, that's just the first person that came to mind. That oh, guy, geez. he's been yeah, he's doing all these drugs and banging all these girls, and he's, he's got li- AIDS he's and stuff. He, I, that that is one way to live, I guess, the, for sure. Do you, but fo- do you I follow uh, Dan Bozarian? Yeah. Oh. oh yeah, that guy's that guy's the man. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of living the life, that guy. You watch? Do you watch the uh, Joe Rogan's podcast? Of course I do. He dude, he that, shit that is like guy. Heroin. Dude, it really is. I'm addicted to it. I love that guy. It just his like outlook on shit. And I was just thinking of his episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dan Bilzerian was on that, his in there. Oh, Dan Bilzerian was on his show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, I didn't see that one. Yeah, you gotta watch that one. Oh, that's one of the best ones. God, because yeah. he just talks about what he does and what his his life pretty much. And it's just, dude, you motherfucker. Really? Yeah, he's just, like, listening to that shit. Plays poker and tonight, he's telling, telling poker stories. Like just making a shitload of money playing poker and. Going on these vacations whenever, wherever he wants, and brings fifty girls with him, and does what—it's crazy. The guy's a guy's a G. 
He figured it out. He did, man. He did. He fucking figured it out. He really did. did yeah, that's a, that's a celebrity question. I don't know. That's just the first guy that came to mind. Shout out oh, Charlie Sheen, though. He, I, I, nothing against you, but I, I, I couldn't think of someone that's really old right off the top of my head. That's the first fucked up guy I thought of. <laughs> <laughs> go, go with the most guy, fucked up Yeah, person. I guess. Who do I... Who would I think would die next? I want, I want to do like a, I wanted to think of someone old that'll just be like their time to go. I, I don't want to be like cruel with it. You know? I know. I, I'm, try, I'm trying to think of somebody old who I think might be going soon. But like they do always say the good die young. Okay. I don't know. Which celebrity do you think will die next? It's a morbid question, man. It really is. It's, it's a, it is a little <laughs> sad. Talking about who death. Would be. <laughs> This sound. This might be fucked up. I'm probably gonna get some hate for this one. Maybe like Billy Joel. He's getting old. Okay, he's up there. He's definitely getting old. He's and up I, there. But I don't want him to die because he's no a one fucking does. Long Island legend. No one does. Legend. Period. Man. I mean, man, man, legend. Old. Yeah, he, guy's he, amazing. He knocked them all out of the park. Yeah, dude. Him and uh, Elton John too. Elton John. Elton John. Elton John makes John's great fucking be music, super man. Old too. He makes great. I'm not saying he's gonna die soon. I'm just saying he makes great fucking music. <laughs> and then Billy Joel. How old is Elton John? They've both been a while, man. They've both been doing it for 40, 40 50 years. Right? Yeah. Or am I bugging? 70s? No, that's probably, yeah. 70s, the, 80s? Damn, they're only two years apart. Billy Joel is uh, 67 and okay. Elton John 69. Okay, that's not bad. The they'll real be, question is, who's probably banged more hookers and doing it. blown more coke? Is Elton John gay? Isn't he gay? There are male strippers. <laughs> that's and facts. And hookers. That's facts. Uh, so. I don't, I don't know, man. Both, both stupid rich, though, I'll tell you that much. Oh, my God. Killing it. You want to know the crazy part is, though? What's Nobody that? knows who Billy Joel is outside of Long Island. What? He's famous, but he's not nearly as famous as Elton John. Huh. No way. It's weird. It's weird. Interesting. Because Billy Joel's from Long Island. And um, still the only man to ever sell out, uh, what is it, Madison Square Garden 30-something times. Crazy. Yeah, try and get he, that, those uh, tickets are crazy. You're sitting up in in the your your seats are actually in the rafters, and you're paying uh, four hundred. Yeah, <laughs> whatever it is, uh, I'm crazy. Trying to, I'm trying to remember who it was, but somebody went up to Billy Joel, or there was like a meme that was like, "Huh, sold out the uh, sold out uh, MSG for like the twelfth time," and then it's like a a picture of Billy Joel next to him with like his arms crossed. Yeah, he goes, laughing. "Uh, yeah, try thirty three times." Legend. And it's crazy, and just every month sells it out twelve times a year. Legend. Savage. It's great music, man. The classics. You you hear of um you hear of John Bellion? John? No, I have not. He went to um he went to Sachem. Okay. High school and he um his single just went platinum. You probably heard it on BLI called All Time Low. All time yeah. low. I'm at an all time low, 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 low. Probably. All right, it's on the radio, but anyway, he's What's from Sa- John Bellion. J O N B E L L I O N. He he's he's my favorite artist out right now, and really? it's just it's just really cool to see him. He's from. He looks like a hipster. Ten minutes from here. Yeah, that's crazy. He's my yeah. He's my favorite artist right now. How if you watch the he shows himself in the studio creating all of his songs. He makes all of his own beats and produces everything. And he wrote. He was written for Eminem and Rihanna. That's crazy. He's written for Jason Derulo, and it's just like just seeing someone from around Long Island. It's just awesome to see. Damn, that's incredible. He's awesome. That is he's incredible. He's a great artist. I can't believe he's t- from 10 minutes away. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, another, another Long Island famous, Chris Weidman, fighting in the UFC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the one that, uh, what's his name? Uh, who'd he beat? 
Ugh. Big fight. I just, I just was fucking, it Silva? Uh, I don't know. I'm not big on UFC, but I know he won that. He was a huge underdog, and he won that fight. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking it was was it the fight that Silva sh- broke his leg with the kick? Yes, he beat Anderson Silva. Okay. Yep, Anderson Silva. He uh, went for a kick to his leg, and his Silva's leg just like shattered on yep. the spot. Leonardo Machina. Uh, Victor Belfort, and then he lost to Luke Rockhold. Damn, man. I think that was his most recent loss, but... Um, putting on. He definitely... No, that definitely can't be his most recent loss because he's lost... Um, I think he's I think he's on like a three... Uh, a three losing streak, which kind of sucks because uh, you always fight for the men at home. Right, right. Uh, he made his mark, though, man. Oh, he, no. A, a two-person losing streak. Uh, Yoel Ramiro, too. Um... <laughs> In on November twelfth of this of last year, and then no way these dates cannot be right, really. And then he lost to Luke Rockhold the same time a year earlier in twenty fifteen. All right, but from there on out, it was that 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 one win was groundbreaking though. And yeah, and then before that, it was thirteen. He was thirteen and zero. Wow, and now he's thirteen and two. So. Pretty, pretty impressive. And he, he trains on Long Island. He lives in, from what I've heard, he lives in Dix Hills. Mm-hmm. So, and and apparently he is a super, super nice guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to find a connection to meet him. Okay, and ha- I would love to have him. Get on him here. on, man. It, I feel like there was a lull. Like we were talking about Billy Joel. Like in between Billy Joel and now, there was a big lull in like Long Island. Like no one really famous is coming from out of Long Island. Then you just said Chris Wyman, John Bellion now is going platinum and he's all over the radio. That's crazy. Um, Marcus Stroman from Patchogue pitcher is pitching for the USA team right now in the world baseball Kidding classic. Stony Brook is he's on the, for the Mets. He's on the blue Jays. Steven Matz from Ward Melville is yep. one of the great starters on the Mets rotation right now. Who else am I missing? Long Island. Just like it's kind of, feel like a lot of names are coming back from Long Island. They're, yeah. Hey, it's good putting to, on. It's great. It's good to hear. Man. I love it. The, um, it's it's so it's like so rewarding to hear when somebody from your area, regardless of whether or not you know them, is like doing good. Yeah, it's like yeah, oh my yeah. god, like I guess that's probably how like the Olympics feel when it's like oh my god, like a country wins, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and we're like and we live in the United States, so it's like oh you know we win a fuckload of the awards. Yeah, um, but it's like when you don't ha- when you don't have those. I, we win. It's like oh, we want another one. Oh, we want another one. But like when you're in another country and they don't, and they win a handful at most. Yeah. Like they, those guys, I can only imagine how pumped they are. Yeah, man. When they win, until winning is you know, when it's like the Yankees and they just it's nonstop wins. And at what right. point does it does it get old? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. So, but anyway, yeah, I know you're a music guy, and you just said platinum. Or okay. what are the levels of? Um. Okay. So I think I have this down. When, and it's a lot, I, never, I don't know anything about this. What's crazy is now the streaming is changed the whole game. Streaming changed everything. So Spotify, okay. Apple Music, Tidal, Google Play, Amazon, all those streaming things. Um, I don't know how that works. Like it's a, a hundred streams equals one album sale. It's something like that. Okay. But um, gold is 500,000 sold. So whether it's a single or your album, going gold is 500,000, I believe. And you know, I want you to quiz me right now. You could look it up right now. Gold, 500,000. Um, I know platinum. When you go platinum, you sold a million units. So you did a million album sales or your single sold a million times? Because a, because a gold or platinum, or still better, multi-platinum record, uh, record means financial success 
These awards are given out by the Record Industry Association of America, RIAA. Yep. yep. Um, half a million albums for gold. Yep. One million for platinum. I think double platinum, you get two, yep. and then diamond is five or ten. Uh, it goes up to two million or from or more from multi platinum. Okay. Is there a, there's a diamond record? Yeah, I think it's like ten million or five million, something like that. And it's crazy. It's like only like Thriller has gotten it or something like that. You know? Really? Yeah. Uh, no, more than that, but it's something crazy. I think, but platinum is usually oh, what people go for. Platinum up. is huge. So yeah, ten oh ten million ten mil Jesus ten million units to go diamond. Yeah. Holy. So shit. only. Uh, Probably only two handfuls of uh, people have done that, but yeah. So a guy from Sachem is just one platinum. That's insane. Yeah, and it's uh, it's fun to watch because I've seen him. I started listening to him because I heard him through the grapevine, just word of mouth coming from so uh-huh. short of distance from him. I live 15 minutes away from where he went to high school, so I just yeah. heard about people listening to him. Started listening to him like senior year of high school, a freshman year of college. Oh, wow, there's no, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. No there are 90 people that have earned the diamond. Ninety, okay, 90, which still so is, out of how many artists ever? <laughs> yeah, which is still yeah. by no stretch of the imagination, yeah. not much, crazy at all. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's nuts. I got to. Uh... I just enjoy what seeing the process of people. It's like watching this kid go from pe- only local people listening to a couple towns over to the tri-state area to the eastern coast. Then he starts touring. Central America, uh, the middle of not Central America, the middle of America, West Coast, and now he's platinum, doing radio singles, singles all over the country. Yeah. It's just cool. I love to see the process. Whether no matter what it is. Oh, and that's only for an album. It's not for their whole career. No, just, no, just one, just one album. Holy no, yeah, 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 shit. one, yeah, yeah, one album. Yeah. I thought that was like no, 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 not the whole. Like, no, no, oh, no. if you make twelve albums, <laughs> God nah, nah, damn. Nah. So there's ninety people who's did. 10 million of either an album or a single. Yeah. Just one. So Kenny G, Nickelback, Creed, Garth Probably Brooks. Probably like Coldplay, Cold uh, maybe. The Titanic soundtrack. Okay. Uh, Matchbox 20, Celine Dion, Santana. I know Thriller is the Damn. most albums ever ever uh, sold. Santana was 15 times platinum. Wow. 15 million, man. Yep. That's crazy. Uh, Hammer. And that's not just that's not just Insane. fifteen peop, million people listening and liking your stuff. That's fifteen million people that bought it. Oh, that's that's what's even crazy. <laughs> like die hard, like bought it. That's a fucking and that's mind blown. That's before streaming, so he's doing all natural, straight numbers. That's crazy. Yeah, oh, I'm gonna go. I want to see throw. I'm just changing out my my beer and, and the Yeti Colster. There you go. This thing little, is a game changer. Uh, little advertising right there. Yeah, for, free advertising for Yeti. Well worth it. <laughs> Um, yeah, man. What is number doing one? numbers? Let's go to top five. Here. I'm gonna go ahead and say Thriller is no, is the most. Oh, I don't want to burst your bubble, but nah. it's not second. Nope. Third. Nope. What? All right. So you ready? Who's that? F- sold Thriller. F- five. Go. Oh, actually, hold on. Oh, this is not in order. Hold on. Oh, give it to me. These are not in. These are. Uh, what? These. Are, there's no order. There's just ninety. Yeah, on Wikipedia. No, this is Billboard.com. Okay, all right, a little so, more. So, all right, so maybe maybe you are right, but so for their top five on here, but it's not in order. Nirvana, Michael Jackson, Nirvana, never mind. Michael Jackson, Thriller, uh-huh. Led Zeppelin, uh, Led Zeppelin Four, The Beatles, 
Okay. And Prince Purple Rain. Nice. Uh, That's a a legendary list right there. Yeah, you're not kidding. 33. I'm going to breeze through this. Ooh, Pink Floyd The Wall, 23 Platinums. That's probably the the second highest I've seen so far. 23 mil. Yep. Uh, That's crazy. I want you to find out this Michael Jackson thing for me because I think he sold like 75 million or like 50 million albums or something like that. The I will check it. I'm just going through. All right, so we're in the 10 now. See, it goes from 10 to 17. Not loving that. A lot of people just sold 10, though. I mean, that's how many you need to make it, but that's that still... numbers. That's numbers. <sighs> that's still a fuckload of albums, man. Yeah, so Thriller is definitely the number one. With, uh, why did that not come up? Let me say, 56 million, final answer. 56 mil? Yeah. Uh, damn, Michael Jackson's on here twice. Three times. Savage. Legend, too bad he diddled kids, man. (laughs) Michael Jackson's Thriller, 33 times platinum. I was only tw- I was only twenty million off. The still that's incredible. Jesus, Chris Rock has deemed both Purple Rain and My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy superior to Thriller. Wow, that's fucked up. The best-selling <laughs> Kanye, album in the U.S. saying he, that there's Chris, no baby. There's, Chris Rock is on My Dark Beautiful Twisted Fantasy. That's why he's biased. Yeah, he does a little skit at the end. <laughs> he's biased. That's why Kanye is also one of my favorite artists of all time. If not the... Damn. That's crazy. 33 times platinum. Is Kanye on here? Awesome. Um, no. No, nah, he's not going to be near there. Nope. He went, he's went. he gone platinum, but he's not going to be that, Led Zeppelin numbers. Do they, have a, now, do they have a ceremony for these things? Like when you... You, you always see them now. Uh, the RIAA. That's what it is, right? Mm-hmm. RIAA will, send you, will just send you a plaque. That's it. Yeah, and it gets like through Billboard and stuff, and they get they, it's just like an award, pretty much. It's like a thing where you you get to say your shit went platinum, and you got a little plaque for it, and you're in the record books. Is it act now? Do you know if it's actually made out of platinum? The the plaque. Yeah. Um, the, it's like an album. They send you like an album in a little frame with yeah. what you. I know. And, I've seen something similar, but I don't know if like, I don't know they if it's actually, actually made platinum, it. but it's like the color of platinum. I couldn't tell you if it's real or not, but if you look up a platinum plaque, anyone's. It's a cool, it's a crazy thing. Not many people could say they can hang a platinum plaque in their uh, studio. Oh, maybe one day. Although I don't think podcasts can get that. They got to be coming with a podcast awards something soon because everyone's doing podcasts. It's a new wave. It's the new radio. It really is. You just listen whenever you want, wherever you want. You don't have to, you don't have to do it live. It's I kind of kick myself in the ass for not starting earlier. And I've realized that more and more as I get older where... And it goes back to the same thing. Just fucking do it. Yeah, yeah. When if you have that gut feeling, yep. Just fucking do it, man. Do it. Glad you did it anyway, though, dude. The, you could have never done it at all, and then I would have been stuck in the loop. You would never know, though. Crazy. Stuck in the stuck loop. Stuck in the loop, and you would never know. I think. Well, I, I think when you're in the loop, you know you're in the loop, but mm-hmm. there's like you don't know how to get out. You don't know if they're like where the exit is. It's like it's like on that Ferris wheel, but you don't. But it's like. I don't really know. Maybe we might get a little trippy where like the world is actually going revolving around the Ferris wheel and you're just sitting on there and you don't know exactly when to get off. Huh. Like That's they're both good, like I counter like rotating. No, no, I feel you. And 
Like, it's like, oh, do I get off here? Am I going to make it? And then, uh, no, you know, and, and I guess maybe a philosophy comes in mind where it's like, it's safer to be on the loop because you're so used to it than getting off and, oh, and venturing I out. I like that, man. Ooh, that's, we just I like, dude, I, oh, man, my friend Jazz with the pie, he would love that shit. I, he's going to listen, too. He'll listen. He'll, he'll love that, man. The, uh, that's great. Dude, I'm more yeah. comfortable on this ferry ride. I'm just going to take it for another ride around. Dude. Oh, I, I like that. That's, <laughs> that's fucking awesome. You just did throw that I, on a I t-shirt. I'm going to write that down right throw now. Throw that on a t-shirt. The, um, the Ferris wheel. The Yeah, it's just, it's it's scary, man. It's a scary little, uh, it's a scary thing that we get into as humans. And and the comfort zone is, that's is, right. All is of, the absolute worst thing in the world. I know, it is. And people, you got to get, uh, get more comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yeah, because when you're when you're uncomfortable, it means you're taking a chance, and when you're taking a chance, those are the most gratifying situations. You took a chance, you succeeded, and if you take a chance and you you fail, just take another chance, man. Don't give up. Yeah, don't give just, up. I don't want to be preachy, but don't no, give up. I, if by preach, uh, man. by just, us getting <laughs> this is the fucking place by to us, preach, man. yeah, by us doing the podcast and the music, it's just our place to just try. If I could influence one person to just try and be happy and do what truly makes you happy then i've done my job just affect one one human being yeah you, you you'll do your job yeah well and you know out of the the probably about 100 subscribers and probably 25 to 30 disciples that i have on all here, right i'd like to call them um there's definitely and, and they've come up to me um both publicly and like and discreetly and just I've gotten simple text messages and stuff like that from people like, "Hey man, love your podcast." Like super inspired to do everything, or or like, I I left or you listening to your podcast on my way to work or wherever it was. It's like I feel like there's so much more out there that I haven't that I haven't seen, I haven't experienced, and it's like I like it, you kind of like sit back and you're like, "Holy shit." what I'm doing, like I was a no, like I was a nobody in high school. Everybody's a nobody. You're just, you're just there to exist and everybody has their little clicks right, yeah, and, and, you're, then, and, and no one's found out themselves. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't and know then it's saying. like, you get to that point and they, they tell you and you're like, holy shit. Like this is so, so fucking incredible mm-hmm. that you, that I'm able to communicate with all these people on like a real, a real medium where it's not like, Oh, I have to make a stupid Facebook video or, yeah. Oh, if I make a face, like when you go, I'm not opposed to making Facebook videos, but if you just make a Facebook video and you just speak to whomever's listening, I feel like it's not as touching when there's, when you don't actually have somebody listening to you, you just have the internet where when I'm in a room with you or whomever else, I'm actually speaking to you. And when I talk to you, it's in a different tone Yeah, and it actually sounds like a human conversation where those people are hearing it and they're like, wow, it's not just demanding or trying to preach this. It's we have this great conversation and it's all real. Yeah. And people could audio. take whatever they want from it. Yeah. You take whatever you want from it and hopefully someone can learn something each episode and That's get get goal. something, anything out of it. Yeah. Anything out of it. And it just like I always uh, with music and movies, like anything that makes me. Anything that makes me feel. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it, and I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but if a song I really love and I really connect to comes on, I it, this feeling just like overtakes my body. If I see an amazing movie that like has a, like a real effect on me, like I I just get this feeling where oh, I know I it's like for me, and I know like just a crazy un like unexplainable feeling. 
I don't know if it happens to you oh, too, but like all music, time. music all the time for me. And like the last movie that really had this feeling, like gave me this feeling, was um, Interstellar. Okay. With um, who? Oh, Ma- oh. Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, and Sandra, Sandra Bullock. Right? No, that was no, no, um, uh, that was uh, Gravity. Gravity yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, Interstellar with Matthew McConaughey just like mind blowing, like blew me away. I haven't and seen the whole thing. I it's incredible, it dude. It's incredible. One of my favorite movies in the yeah. recent recent time. But like just stuff that gives me that feeling of like I don't know how to explain it. And I think people know what I'm talking about. But yeah. anything, dude, I had, I had any, that feeling on the train. Anything man. that makes me feel, I know it's it's genuine and I know it's it's yeah. for me. That's 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 the whole point of this and and that conversation on the train, man. Like I was just like Yeah. We like I I couldn't even like I just he's telling me a story I'm like I'm at a loss for words yeah yeah because you're just like how like how do you just pick up and go with it's, nothing it's I, not even like like it's like oh you know I went away on vacation or whatever <laughs> I went away to Norway it's oh how much money the first question when you come back how 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 was it how much money did you spend while you were there and it's like it doesn't matter how much money I spent there if yeah. I spent a hundred dollars or I spent a million dollars it's it's the experience that you're yeah. there. Because when you look at it from the way this guy Valentino did when he came here, it wasn't about the money. It was never about the money. It was it was about the experience and going find, there. Finding himself. And when I was in Norway, I went with a bunch of friends and we had a great time. Don't get me wrong. But it was so much more than just, oh, let's party, party, party. Like, I did get to see a little bit of their culture. I got to see, like, it's a different way of life. Little yeah, kids man. were walking around nine, ten o'clock at night. Little kids are walking around, like, unattended, like, hanging out with their friends. Like, they're meeting up on, on the st- on street corners, yeah. hanging out. Like, and when I say little kids, I mean, like, 10-year-olds, yeah. 11-year-olds, 12-year-olds. Yeah. Like, and they're not out causing trouble. They're out, like, playing playing around, like, messing around, like, oh, going to the, like, walking to the park. Like, everybody around there walks. Everybody around there is super nice. And it's just, like, this culture shock when you're there and it doesn't and like that didn't hit me until like a couple days after i had gotten home and i'm like i was in like a different world yeah it really is a different world a different world it really is and they kind of know a little bit about my world and i knew very little bit a little bit about theirs and stepping in there and seeing like seeing how they what they eat and how they interact and and the things they do for fun and and how much care how much like the 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 amount of care that they have in their their infrastructure their design what they view as art I mean there was street art graffiti quote unquote mm-hmm. everywhere but it was like it wasn't like defacing property it was like these beautiful it's art yeah these beautiful pieces of work done on all these buildings and you're like wow that building was so bland it was just bricks until this guy came along and literally print painted a fifty foot whatever <laughs> the fuck mural, they, yeah, 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 yeah on the on the building and I'm like it was just so cr- and it's like welcomed like these people like there's like the streets aren't dirty like they're not dis- defacing a building there enhancing what it looks like because it's not a- appealing to the eye enough it was just, it's just such a different yeah turning nothing to something yeah I, people everyone that always travels just comes back and like their life is just like changed and it's crazy and i i have not been able to do it yet and when I know I'm going to, so I can't wait to do it. Because every every single person that travels yeah. or goes anywhere, Europe, Asia, anywhere, Central America, South Africa, anywhere, they come back and they're like changed. They're like changed people. Yeah, yeah. And it's like this whole refreshing thing, and I just ha- I have to do it. It's like we're here, and it's like 
but you go to whatever you want. You go to a restaurant. Oh, what do you want? Oh, I'll take a burger and fries, and it's this massive, greasy burger <laughs> that don't get me wrong, it's probably delicious, and yeah. this mountain of French fries next to it, and it's like, oh, it's good, and, and and you're super full when you leave, but like a lot of times, like you're like, oh my god, like you want to be a lazy piece of shit after you eat, and like there's no. Like, there's attention to detail, but there's not, like, you don't feel that, like, love behind it, where when you go, when I was in Norway, it was, like, everything was so, like, it was a smaller portion, but it was, like, ridiculously good. Like, you know that that person who made that sandwich cared about it. gave a, f- like, everything, just the way it was placed on the plate, the 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 accoutrements, the... the Everything to dress it up was just so like the person cared. It wasn't just slapped yeah, on the plate. Right. Oh, let me get, let me grill. And you wait, like waiting a half hour, forty minutes for a meal, is not uncommon. Yeah, like it's like it's not like oh, let me get it out the door. Like you're right. there, you have a beer or two before or a glass of wine, and nobody's on their phones when they're there. Like they put their phones next to them and they might answer a text message or two, but they're there to interact with the person yeah. they're with. Not here. Fucking amazing, man. That's it's amazing. Yeah, I gotta do it. I gotta do it. It's, I gotta get out there. And it, and then you come back and you look around. And I still look around and I see like people and kids are the worst. Like these kids, ten o'clock at night, nine a.m. Nine a.m. They're out playing on the playground, <laughs> like having fun, walking through yeah. the park, uh, like completely unattended, allowed to make their own decisions. We're here. It's like, oh, you can't be out after dark. Like, oh, oh, you're riding your bike. You gotta wear a helmet. Whatever. Oh. Um, I want you to call me everywhere you go. Make sure you take your cell phone with you. Right. Like these kids, none of them were on their phone. They're interacting the whole time. It was. It's a different. It's literally a different world. It's a fucking. It's it's so amazing and like doing that now. I'm so much more excited to travel around the world and see wherever I can go. Just the lifestyle these people live because it's so amazing and you don't appreciate what you have until. Oh yeah. You go until there. You leave. Yeah. yeah. Just for real. Fucking awesome. Yeah, no, that's yeah. It's incredible. That's incredible. Glad you could get that experience. So, yeah. And I, once you get it, and I feel like, like you just said, you want to do it yeah. a million more times. And yeah, now that I've done it. And it's and now it's it's so fucking easy because it's like we have Google Translate. You hold your you literally yeah, hold yeah, your phone right. up, and it'll read everything to you. For the most part, it's pretty accurate. Right. So, just got to get the gist. Yeah, so people, like, now it's, you don't even, like, I can understand back in the day, people had an excuse, like, who's going to carry around a fucking, a, a little book to translate to english oh okay this word says uh apple this word word says uh pie okay (laughs) all right yeah and then you gotta sit there and flip through this whole book like you could literally just hold your phone over it and you could read like oh egg omelet whatever and you're like all right so this is some normal food it's nothing like crazy i can eat this like people now and everybody takes visa you have no excuse to yeah oh the only excuse you have is you just don't want to go out your go out of your comfort zone now And financially, obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's, a big, that's a big part of it. Yeah, Which, I mean, definitely, it's not cheap to travel. Yeah, but it's just like the whole oh, the experience I don't know anybody, or I'm afraid. Just fucking do it. Yeah, just do and it. And you'll always be you'll always be glad that you did. Yeah, after you do it, even if you're whether miserable, it's a, whether it's a bad experience or a good, because if it's a bad experience, then you know that it's a bad experience. Yeah, not just traveling, just anything. And then okay, now I won't do that again. I won't do that again. Mm-hmm. I learned, and you learn from it. But I agree with you. You gotta just do it. And if you, you, really and if you learn something from it, then you don't like it. Then you don't do it again. You learn something from yeah. it. Yeah, that's it. Even the even I mean, even the worst trips I've ever had, whatever it was, camping, this, that, and the other thing. And you're like, all right, well, this sucks. I definitely don't want to do this again. 
But a lot of times, too, it's like I feel like the most miserable things I've done, like wrestling, for example. Wrestling sucks. <laughs> Fucking miserable. But I look back and I'm like, those were some of the best years oh, yeah, man. ever. You're when glad you, you just, did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're miserable with your friends. You're jogging in a, yep. you're jogging in a, a trash bag. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> to cut that weight, they got you eating fucking kale and yeah. uh Oh, what's for soup dinner? Broth. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm gonna have kale and ice soup. Yeah. Ice cubes with water. Thank you. The, uh, yeah, that's brutal, man. I, but, but you're glad you did it, though, man. Oh, you power so, through it, and you're now looking back. You're glad you do it. Uh, it's the same thing. Basketball, baseball for me. Those practices every, were just fucking awful. You're just running, and why am I doing this? This is terrible. But looking, those are the best high school memories I have. Where yep. doing ba- basketball and yep. baseball, and glad I powered through those tough practices to get yep. those experience that, w- that we had. I agree with you. And and the internet now is. You have kids, whatever. I mean, you have kids at, at sports that are on their phones, and, and it drives me nuts that they're on their phones. But my little brother, who, whatever, he's like 12 years old, he has no idea the amount of power that's in a cell phone oh, now. It's like, uh, what you can learn, yeah. podcasting, YouTubing, and as long as you don't drown yourself out in those ridiculously stupid videos where you're not getting any kind of quality input... Dude, you could learn how to do. You Google something, and you can learn how to do it. So there's no. You could teach yourself to do anything. You want to try and play the guitar? You could YouTube it, and someone will teach you. Yeah. You want to learn how to fix a an engine in your car? You Google it, and you YouTube it, and you can do it. Like, yeah. There's no excuse. Like you can do anything with this phone. We, I mean, when we were kids, yeah, we had the internet, but it was barely. Yeah, it barely. was still we, in I the remember, early days. I remember being on the AOL. Um, you get the dial up, uh, and, <laughs> and, 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 like when we were like. We were like ten, right? And and you couldn't. Your mom couldn't be on the house phone, yeah, you and you couldn't be online at the same time. It's like, and now we got the iPhone, and I could Facetime someone in Taiwan who is in some chapel or something. Yeah, I don't know. Anywhere, anywhere. I don't fucking know. And like anywhere in the world, and I could be talking face to face with someone in the palm of my hand. Anywhere. If I get lost on a road trip. I go, I put it in my maps and it'll take me and get me unlost. Like our parents and grand had the paper maps and they're flipping through, getting lost in snowstorm. Like where the fuck are we? Now we just plug it into the phone and we're there. In no it's time. crazy. And even the internet, like writing papers in college, you're using yeah. you're using the internet. Our parents didn't have that. They're going all raw library. Yep. But like it's yeah, great. you got to do your yeah, you got to do your yeah. you got to actually do your homework. That's the and the big generation swing is about to happen. Like our generation is gonna be. We've seen the no internet, and we've lived through, the, we lived through the invention like the internet, and then we've seen it progress. So yeah. like we are when we have kids, we've had iPhones since they've been invented. Our grandparents didn't have iPhones, so like you know we're crazy? we're gonna know how to work an iPhone. Our parents barely like. They don't know how to work the electronics and stuff. Well, yeah. Some people do, obviously, but yeah. like a lot of parents don't know how to work this electronic stuff. Our generation is going to know how to do all that stuff. So our, I don't know how it's, it's going to be different. And you want to know what's crazy? It's like if you think about the same philosophy, it's like that's been happening every, Forever. every generation. Forever. It's like, yeah. oh, our parents, oh, you guys don't even know what it was like to not have the internet <laughs> when you actually had to use like your you had to use those soft skills, those people skills to get yeah. what you wanted. You actually had to learn. You had to go find somebody yeah. who ha- who knew how to do something so you can go learn it. Or, or we, you guys don't even know what it was like to not have car. Like our grandparents. You guys don't even know what it was like to not yeah. even have a car. A car yep. What a car was. Yeah. We had to walk or take a bicycle or whatever it was. Yeah, and you know the parents. I had to walk through a snowstorm to get to school. My like, mom says <laughs> that shit all the time. <laughs> every uh, and now, find a parent. Oh my god! Says that. And now it's like, 
my and my siblings are so spoiled because I, I, I did have to walk home ninety percent of the time. If it was like semi nice out, little cloudy and cold, but it, I was still walking as long as it wasn't snowing or raining. And now it's like, oh, it's like fifty degrees. Just go pick them up. I'm like, come on, man. It's a fucking mile. Come on, man. <laughs> I'm like, this is crazy. And the and the world we live in, and then the and the other thing that and Joe Rogan talks about this all the time is like that. That immediate access to information, which is great, until like you're plugged into too many news sources. Like I, I follow. I'm on nine different news sources. I right. get notifications so all getting, day long. You're getting the CNN and the Fox and the yeah, yeah. drone killed this many people. This actor died. Right. This did this. This did this. This is not good for the economy. This, yeah. This, this come, and and I, I would say I do a pretty good job at trying to manip, like manage it all. Uh-huh. But like if you don't take a step back and say, all right, this isn't affecting me. This, this, I'm gonna go home after work, and none of this is gonna have any effect on me all day long. I'm just glad I know about it. Yeah. But there's, and I've, had, and there's been days that's happened where it's like you sit on your phone or you look at your phone, and it's like, oh, this person died, and this person died, and family does this, and and soldier killed, or police officer killed, and whatever it is, and it's just like this is so bad. Like, yeah, like the world that we live in, and like, oh, 40 people in Baghdad the, dead the other day in Baghdad. And and it's and it's the whole part that they only ca- they only cover the, a lot of the negative things. It's like, only you ne- negative. You never hear about a philanthropist doing like an amazing thing on the news. Never. You know what I'm saying? Like, ne- or if you do, you have to go look for it. Right, right. It's yeah. not it's not that f- cover they page. Wanna, they want to drag you in with the terror and the horror yep. and the, which is brutal, but... They just care about getting the ratings, and that's all that matters. So yeah, that's it. It's, I mean, there's, but there's, there's days it. if you're not ready for it and you don't know how to deal with it, that fucking yeah. that drag, you got to be real careful. Like there's even there's been times where I've just deleted it all. Yeah. I'm mean, gonna, you know, I'll just, I'll pull it back up in a month and and a week of no news, and it's amazing how like plugged in you are, like Yo, plugged yeah. into the network because you of, know it's instant. Like when something happens, everyone knows about it immediately. Especially with Twitter too. Twitter is huge. The, I mean. It's just, oh, like, if I go, I don't want to say off the grid, but if I'm not plugged into all those news networks, oh, do you hear about this person or this or this happened? I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And then I'm like, I don't care that something happened. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I feel bad if it's if it's a negative thing, but it's not affecting my life at the moment, and there's no need for me to have a negative emotion because something completely out of my control happened and didn't affect me at all. Right, I feel you. it's it's very it's and, it's good to know about some things and you, yeah, it's good to. And you're not trying to be conceited. It's just like if uh, there's you can't control it. You know, it, it happened. Speaking it's already of, happened. Speaking of that, you know what? You know what I don't like. I love being aware and spreading awareness. But when people throw up a hashtag and it's pray for blank or Pray for this. Pray for that. I love the idea of spreading awareness through like a Twitter hashtag and just making people aware of what's going on. But people think they're like solving something by saying pray for like pray for France when those shootings went yep. down in, in France and like pray for this. And they think they're doing a different. They think they're making a difference. Yes. But you're, you're spreading awareness, I guess, to your 98 Twitter followers. But like <laughs> You're not helping You're not, the cause. If you want to, if you truly, really, really cared about it and, and didn't like, pe- this is what I'm trying to say. People do it to try and like get across to other people, like, oh, look at me, I care about this. I'm so worldly and I'm so oh. involved. And no, you're not. You just want to look cool and hip and look like what everyone else is doing and look like you're like some 
trying to save yeah, the so, world yep. when you just you just want to look cool and, and good in front of your followers. You don't want to really help this situation. If you did, you would go, hop on a plane and see what you can do or donate or try and start a movement or something yep. if you really cared. But I feel like people do it for the complete wrong reasons, just to for gratification for their, to their friends and seem like they know what's going on in the world. But if you really cared, if you truly cared, you'd do something more than tweet for, uh, prayers for France or prayers for whoever. Yeah. No, but I agree with that's you. That's just... I rant, agree with you 100%. Rant, rant a little over, but... <laughs> rant rants over dude i i hear you it, the the amount of people that it's so crazy because it's it's like oh let's just take and not to get political but like the all these marches and things like that that have happened like yeah marching's cool and all but that's not really solving anything right i said another joe rogan reference i was watching him last night and he uh they're not <laughs> they're not getting anything done they're just some people just scream and do it to show like I'm here. Ah, look at me yelling and screaming stuff. Like, I get the idea of marching in peaceful protest, but some people are just doing it for the wrong reasons, just to be there and cause havoc. And, oh my god, yeah, like, to cause traffic and things There's like so that. So many times, just like I see be that. there. But no, I, I know what you're saying. But like, people do it for the wrong reasons. Even the, even the whole thing, not my present. I don't care if you like him or you don't like him, and I don't give a shit about your 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 views. But just stating the fact that not my present. I feel like one makes you look like a dick. I didn't care for Obama particularly, but he was still my president. He is. Now he is. You just got to. It is what it is. But the fact that. No, no, no. That These rules all of a sudden this year, 2017, don't apply to me anymore. And I don't care what it is. And I want everybody to know about my views. I'm like what? Poli- what is yeah, the- that's a whole different ball game. The politics, and I'm gonna I'm gonna try and cut it off right there. I no, don't not, get not even politics. The whole, like it goes along with that France thing, where it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah, all like yes, I, just for the yeah, yeah. It's like the, oh, you're trying to do it for your own personal recognition instead yep. of for the right reason. Yeah, uh, yeah. It doesn't even it's, have to be politics. Yeah, yeah, it could be, yeah for sure. It could be a movie. It could yeah, be yeah, whatever yeah. it is. Like oh my god, this I find this offensive, or I don't like this, or whatever it is. It's like okay, great. You didn't even go yeah do a, anything to stop yeah, it. Yeah, that's okay. You you could have people have their opinion. It's all yeah. right. Like, it's all right. You don't have to. People don't have to be going to war against each other over their opinions. Like, oh my god! Everyone has their opinion, and it's and it's fine. Like I can't stop you from having your own opinion yeah. on whatever you want. I'm not going to fight people over there. I this is yours. This is mine, and everything's going to be all right. <laughs> I agree. It's all right. The, so it's all good. I it just I I don't know if the appropriate term is a whistleblower. Is it the, is it the right term? I don't know. But like those uh, but those people. That just here's my flag, whatever it is. I I fly the uh, the white flag. I I I pick no. I don't want to be affiliated with anybody, or I don't agree with this, or whatever it is. And I want the whole world to see my right. my thoughts on it. Crazy. That's it. And too many and too many people have the social media has given too many people a platform that they think they get. It's like a soapbox and a, a pedestal to just you're the shit because you have a Twitter like trillions of other people. But like, <laughs> it's not. It's crazy. People have their own. That's what it's for. But you have your opinion. Everyone else has theirs. Oh, absolutely. You don't have, you don't have to argue about it. So like, too many, too many people get into these arguments online, and it's just wasting your time, Doug. Absolutely. You're wasting your time. Just if you want it, if you want it, just do it. That's it. Just God fucking damn. do it. The Nike, the Nike line. Nike. They figured it out. They really did. Simple. And now it's they have branding. The, and now they have the shoes that self tie themselves. <laughs> fucking Marty McFly. Man. Yeah, man. Crazy. Hunt for gold, man. Hunt for gold. Hunt for gold. How do people find yeah. you? Where, where do they find you? Where's the YouTube? Where's I don't know how many I don't know how many of your uh, 
how many of everybody's uh, Instagrams and whatnot you want to give out, but you um, want to divulge all, all right. or a, a, all or as little <laughs> as you want. Um, a big one is our YouTube channel. That's where our podcast, that's where Jazz's podcast is. That's where my music videos are going to be. We keep it all under one, uh, the Hunt for Gold YouTube, so all of our content is all together. So you don't have to go searching Third Waves YouTube for his videos, Jazz for his podcast, Bobby for his vlog, Shoes. We're trying to put it all into the Hunt for Gold uh, YouTube. So it's uh, nice. it's just HFG TV on um, on YouTube. HFG TV? H- Hunt for Gold TV. HFG TV. Good shit. Or you go Hunt for Gold, can YouTube Third Wave, and it's going to be all under the same thing. Um, third Wave underscore HFG. That'll be the Instagram. Third Wave Hunt for Gold. That's nice. it. That's it. I'm trying to think what else. And then through those, you'll be able to get links from our uh, in the descriptions of the videos to the SoundClouds and the Twitters and all that stuff. I don't want to be sitting here shelling out links, but you guys are on iTunes too, right? Our, the podcast is on iTunes, yes, as a couple weeks ago. Yep, right. so that's uh, Hunt for Gold Sessions, HFG Sessions on oh, iTunes. HFG Sessions. HFG Sessions, yeah. Good shit, man. Yeah. Awesome. Anything else you want to, want to share the last minute? uh before you uh, leave the leave uh, the podcast world yeah. for the day, it was a pleasure. I what I want to say is, I feel like like you just said, we had a little falling out after college. A lot of people do, but I just remember I, I was oh, I was in so many of your classes from yeah. sixth grade to twelfth <laughs> grade. We were in a lot of class, and we're sitting next to each other because we both have the B last names, and <laughs> it's just uh, you're one of those kids that just you you see you walk into a classroom and it's always just genuine and it's always a smile. It's always a good time. I and I, that. I remember, like that sticks in my head. Like I being a genuine, that. nice person and a kind person has so much more of an effect on people than you think. And you're just one of those people that were always so kind, always genuine. And I will, anytime I ever see you out, I will always come up to you and say hello. And I appreciate that. It's, always, it's always because it sticks in my head. You're always a very kind, genuine person. I appreciate you having me on. It's a great thing you got going. Thanks, respect man. the grind. Respect it. Uh, both of us trying to do step out, step off the ledge. Do things, take some criticism, but take some chances. Take some chances, and it's gonna be all worth it, man. Keep doing Dude, what you're doing. This is an absolute I gotta, pleasure. I gotta have all of you guys on the, oh, uh, yeah, the yeah, show that, one day. That could be next. Yeah, get all five of us, man. I might have to go there. Yeah, oh, yeah. Having, yeah. Fi- having five the, guys travel, pack it up. Uh, travel two pack hours it up. each. We are working on getting our own. We're in the process of getting our own space, just like this that you have here. So nice, we're gonna man. we'll have our own space. Um, hopefully within the next couple months, so we could have anyone coming through. We'll have the podcast studio. The the music studio will have just stuff to just make content, man. That's awesome. That's, we were just going to keep pumping it out. If you love us, please rock with us and support us and share the stuff that we're doing. And if you fucking hate what we're doing, just don't pay, don't pay attention. That's don't what, it's the all subscribe good. button. That's all good, just man. Give and it a shot. We're going to keep on rolling. You're going to keep on rolling, and life's going to go on, man. I love it. I love it. All right, it was guys. It's a great time, man. The, These coronas uh, were great. I appreciate that. Uh, a little side disclaimer for the for the world. This month apparently is uh, tripod. I'm sure I don't know if you've heard of this. Uh, so it's hashtag T R Y P O D tripod. Okay. Um, where this month is dedicated to telling your friends about a show that you like. Um, so obviously, go check out Ryan and his friend's channel and spread the word about that and whatever. If you like this stuff. Smash that subscribe button. Man, word of mouth is the best uh, best marketing, man. You tell one person, it goes goes a while. The uh, goes, yeah, it just goes away. Whatever. Just tell some people and uh, whatever. I appreciate everybody who listens. Uh, good, better, and different, and and keep sticking around. All right, see you guys later. Peace. Peace.